Man, Whitney was the best ever. Well, at least they had a show. And like had 150,000 people like this. In Brazil, you know, they have these big soccer stadiums. She had them like this, screaming her name. Whitney had all us crying. She starts singing. Smoking cannabis doesn't have to hurt. For the coolest and smoothest cannabis smoking experience, you need a freezeable pipe, bubbler, bong, or dab rig from Freeze Pipe. The secret is, Mike, freezeable glycerin chambers that mm. come in every piece. Look at this, Mike. Pop one of these chambers in the freezer for one hour. And as smoke passes through it, it instantly is chilled by over 300 degrees. So icy, man. The result is a bigger, smoother hit with zero chest or throat burn. Cough left and enjoy an easier way to smoke cannabis with these glass pipes. All right. Glycerin is a non-toxic fatty gel commonly mm. found in food and sweeteners. It freezes quicker than water and stays frozen longer, Mike. You That's may have bullshit. tried putting ice in your bong before, but having smoke pass through a frozen glycerin chamber, Mike, will change how you light up forever, yo. Yo, dig, right? You can do it this way. Pipes, bubblers, bongs, dab rigs, and more at thefreezepipe.com. Get 10% off at thefreezepipe.com with the promo code HOTBOXING, right? And again, that's 10% off thefreezepipe.com. Promo code HOTBOXING, baby. Hello, welcome to another episode of Hot Boxing. I'm Mike Tyson. I'm DJ. We have a guest here that needs no introduction to quintessential Kenny Babyface. Oh, excuse me, Edmonds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was smoking too much. Kenny. Before there was Denzel Washington, there was Kenny Babyface. Edmonds, yo. <laughs> Are you okay? That's why everybody, that, that's what my kid told me. The other day. I was like, yo, you what? got that messed up, man. You know how much girls went crazy when I was young when he came out, man? I was at the concert. <laughs> You were at the concert, too? Yes. So you're one of the lucky ones. I was too young. Yes, I was very lucky. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> listen, um, that's so funny. They said, when I'm um, watching you on the um, the old videos and stuff they played back in the 90s and all that mm -hmm. stuff, yeah. and I'm telling my kids, because my kids listen, I'm saying that he was the greatest. He was the greatest. I used to go to all the concerts. I was there all the time, and we have him now. Yeah. I saw, you know what I did see? What did you see? I saw you with... um. You were on stage, it's almost like you were being a maestro. And it was another, it was like a new girl. She, she sings now. You don't know the video? Ooh, like a maestro. LMA. That's uh, her name, right? Yeah, LMA. LMA. Yeah. How's that going? You work, you make music? It's, it's going, going good, yeah. I just made some, I made a record with her and a bunch of other girls. It's a project I got called Girls Night Out. Oh, wow. And, yeah, uh, I was looking at that right here. Yeah, so it's like, uh, it's LMA and Kehlani, Ari Lennox, and a whole, whole lot of other girls. And, so are they a group or are they just a team? It's, we, I did uh, records with each one of them, wrote, wrote the songs with them, and it was cool. It was fun. We're still, it's coming out October 23rd, and right now, two singles are LMA and uh, Kehlani. Wow. How was it for them to be in the studio with you? Were they nervous? They had them freaking out. No, I mean, um, they don't show... They don't show like they're nervous in front of me, but when I walk out of the room, then they say they're nervous. It's a, not Kehlani, because I... What do they ask you about? What songs do they ask you about? <sighs> Um, they asked me 
Kehlani, I've known Kehlani since she's for a very long time. So yeah. this is the first time I actually worked with her. I've written with her before, but I um, this is the first time I actually worked with her in the studio and helped produce her. And so that was fun. And, and Ella Mae, that was my first time working with her. So she was cool. It was it was great. Everybody was, you know, it wasn't too nervous. It wasn't too many questions being asked, stuff like that. It was cool. I mean, it's you, cool. I mean, you it was cool. being a legend, man. Like, I mean, I, I, nah, Kenny's very shy and very humble. He's very conservative, but we gotta get him to look, get lit today. No, man. we're gonna turn it up with we are. No, he doesn't be who he is. What? That's why we <laughs> leave him alone. Okay, leave him alone. <laughs> Listen, we were, we were having the discussion. <laughs> we try to see. Um, we wondering, have you ever partake partaked in some inhaling of cannabis? Bob Marley. Uh, I. I didn't I did for my first time last year? Really? What, what made you decide to go to that next level of happiness? <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Happiness? Uh, I don't know that it made me stay up all night. So, oh, see, that's the kind you have some sativa. That's the kind I like that keeps my head. Yeah, going, keeps, the, the, my wife hates it because I'm always touching it. Hey, baby, what do you think about this? Hey, baby, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to get some of that, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, nah, for years I, I I just didn't. And people would come to the studio and I'd be okay with it. The first person that asked me if they could smoke in the studio was Snoop. Oh, my God. And I, and he, I was that. funny that he even asked permission. I said, how are you going to ask me? Of course. <laughs> you know. Um, but other other than that, it's it's just something that I I didn't feel like I needed to do. Or, or even wanted to do because, like, when I was a kid, I think I was in eighth grade. Um, there was this guitar player named Kim Webster, who was really good guitar player, and uh, and he smoked all the time, and he could play like Jimi Hendrix. Oh wow! And he, he challenged me one day to come over to his house and you know, come on, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess you up in another way. <laughs> I'm gonna mess you up. And so and. <laughs> I was a little afraid to go over there because I thought he probably can't. He smokes weed. He probably play better than me. <laughs> and then I had another friend of mine, a guy named Yul Anders. He told me, you'll never be as good as Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix unless you smoke weed. You'll never be that good. What? And when he told me that, that made me say, that's not true. So he, that made me go the opposite way. And I refused to smoke it for, for that reason because... He said I couldn't be as good as it. Wow. Who is this guy? He just messed up the whole. Like, who knows what we would have had if we had a, a, a high baby face with us? Man. <laughs> I believe um, um, when Satchmo and all those guys, they thought they, um, and Miles Davis, they said mm -hmm. if, I, if I could be like um, this guy, I forgot this other guy, Monk of those guys, they would use drugs, put yeah. their head outside, mm -hmm. catch pneumonia. You think they gonna sound like Satchmo? Right. <laughs> And that's some a lot of artists, especially the jazz artists back in the thirties and fifties. They believe that smack made you perform right. better. Yeah, and it, enlighten your feelings. It, it might have, you know. So for some people, it goes. It takes sure you to it another did. place. But you know, that's just something that I didn't. I didn't feel like I wanted to do that. So I wanted to always be in control myself, not have to need, need something to make me get there creatively. Especially like you used to look up to those guys, huh? Who, who were your you know, who influenced Babyface, man? Oh, my God. I got to hear this. Man. It starts with Stevie Wonder to, oh, wow. okay. um, to Jackson 5, um, to The Temptations, to James Brown, to James Taylor, to 
You ever meet James Brown? Huh? I, I never met James Brown. Oh, wow. I'm a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I met James Brown. James Brown, you never met nobody like him in your life. I'm sure. Never met nobody. His ego would... His ego would... would well, it would dissolve this whole state. <laughs> you would not believe it. When did you meet him? I was in prison. No, no, I met him before, but I met him in prison. He came to visit me in prison. He did? Yeah. He was talking crazy. He was telling me about Otis Redding. Mm. Um, Otis Redding, Sam Cooke, he talking about all those guys. He didn't like Little Richard. He had a fight with Little Richard. <laughs> Oh, snap. Yeah, you go. You're putting the now, you put the bus on. You talking about Indiana? Huh? Yeah. Indiana? Wow. Because that's where you knew. I mean, Derek. Derek. Derek, yeah. Doug's the man. I just miss Doug. He just don't live his life right. Yeah. So he knows your brother. Somebody, somebody sent me a picture of him the other day. Really? Wow. How'd you know his brother? Give, give us that one on one. We're incarcerated together. What? Get out of here, there baby. There you go. Yo, that's crazy, man. I've seen his brother and his mother in the visiting room and stuff. Boy? <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, I ran into, ran into Mike after. Um, I, I knew he was there. Derek had told me. And then I don't know where we were at. We ran. We were having dinner somewhere, and I sat with you. I remember sitting down, and you said to me, you said, uh, so why is... What's, what's going on with you and Bobby Brown? And I said, what are you talking about? He said, Bobby Brown's like talking, he's talking shit about you. What's, what's, what's up with that? What? And, and I said, I don't know. But he said, yeah, he's kind of mad at you. He like, he's, he, he, it's like he wants to kick your ass or something. <laughs> and then I said, I don't know what it's about. Then Mike goes, well, you know, if he, if he messes with you, just let me know. I'll kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he said that for real. I was fucking with him. <laughs> Oh my God, man. Smooth Sack Summer is slowly coming to an end, fellas. And as we enter fall, keep your boys clean and fresh for a fresh ball fall. The leaders in the below the belt grooming is here to make sure that you feel smooth and smell fresher than your girl's pumpkin spice. The Manscaped Perform Package at 4.0 has everything you need. Inside this package, you find their lawnmower 4.0, trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant crop reviver, ho ho, Toner Performance, Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag. This lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. The lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor and a new multi-function on and off switch that can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shade. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Also, lather up with the Manscaped liquid formula to get that freshness. The crop preserver, the ball deodorant with the smoothing aloe vera formula that keeps your smelling good, keeps you smelling good. Manscaped threw in two free gifts 
to their performance. Package 4.0, the Manscaped boxers, and the Shed travel bag. Keep yourself groomed from head to toe with the Sheer 2.0, a luxury nail groomer kit. This kit includes stainless steel, nail cutters, tweezers, and grooming scissors for your balls. Get 20% off with free shipping with the code HOTBOXING at manscaped.com, okay? Again, that's 20% off free shipping with the code HOTBOXING at manscaped.com. You're coming from the deal, man. Like, when you left, like, what what was the real split up? There's always been so many rumors why. I only think of you. You wanted to, like, you always thought you were, like, the guy to pop off? Is that what it was? No. Yeah. Was that what it was? You only think of him. (laughs) No, it was really just, um, was interested in, you know, being a producer and writing songs. Who was the deal, though? The deal was uh, me and L.A. Reid, Carlos. and amazing. And D., and uh, KO and Stick, and we were from, uh, they were from Cincinnati, Ohio, I was from Indianapolis, and you know, that was the group that we, you know, we farmed. And uh, it kind of took us from one place to the other, you know, so. What was your first hit? Body Talk was the first record that came out, but I think the biggest one was Two Occasions. You know, they came a couple Day years ago. Day and night, baby. They had the ill, yo, they had the ill Jerry curls back then, man, right? Them curls was we, real, man. Can yes. you explain some of the presses on there? Like, it was well, you know. Like, no, it was just the, the spray, just sprayed it, right? <laughs> nah, it was just. <laughs> what? Jerry curl was not good. You, you had to get the California curl in order oh, for that way. Okay. California curl was not as greasy. The Jerry curl was very greasy, and that was like, you know, that didn't, didn't look good. When you sit on the couch, you leave the, the mark Exactly. On the couch. So California curl look look more natural. You, you dancing in the club, stuff coming in your eyes. That really happens. Like, no, because when the Jerry Jerry curl first came out, they didn't have moisturizer and stuff, so people just put water in their hair and they oh, dry out, okay. and then and then it'd be it'd be messed up. So you had to know I did. We we did our curls pretty good. We were good with our curls back in the day. Fashion sense, yeah. Y'all were yeah. in your own fashion sense too. Mm-hmm. Huh? Was that the R and B like one on one? Like you have to be. Look I mean, a certain way. Back then, you had to, back then it was you know because you had Prince and you had the time that that, that was. The Did whole you know book. Prince? I I hung out with him a few times. I didn't know him though. I probably talked to Michael more than I talked to Prince. You know, um, but um, Prince was you know very interesting guy. I, I mean, you were smooth, though. right? What, 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 he used to have on the ill silk stuff and. Used to wiggle crazy, man. And Prince come Prince, out with Prince the flares big, big. and all that. Like he's this big, but he walks around like he's thirty feet <laughs> right. tall. He was uh, right. Yeah, no he question. Around, he, this guy was. He walks. Like, he wore high heels or something. Yeah, yeah but he walked like he was a mammoth. <laughs> Little guy nah. coming in, come walking. Like, <laughs> what the? <laughs> was it competitive like that back then with R and B the way hip hop is now? Yeah, just not as loud. Just you know, just not as in your face. But there was, it was always competitive. Even uh, songwriting was competitive too. Was there yeah. other songwriters? So you were Mike, trying to... Michael Jackson had stated, and it it's in the papers that Prince tried to run him over in the lot. What? In the <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't know if it was that competitive. You were <laughs> but you never heard about that? Much no, story? I never heard of that. Oh, I was oh, like, what? Oh. Hey, listen. Look it up on your phone. <laughs> look it up on your phone. Look up on your phone. Um, look it up over there. Yeah, Prince you. trying to run Mike Mike Jack, Mike Mike Jackson over in the car. What the hell? I did. Lot. I did almost hit Billy D in a car once. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, I didn't see him walking, and then he turned around. and said, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Yeah, I felt really bad. <laughs> Yo, there you go, right there. Wow. After the James Brown incident. Oh. What? Yeah, I don't know about that. That's what I heard. I know. <laughs> I heard that for years. Yeah, so it's written there. It must be true. <laughs> no, but I heard it for years. I heard it from people. Somebody told me that. He said, Prince, I don't believe it. Well, that that is certainly something like a... First time I met Quincy, he showed me that video. Mm -hmm. And then when I started hanging with Michael, Michael showed me that video, too, of that concert. Because he thought it was hilarious. I yeah. did, too. <laughs> So everybody probably hated uh, uh, Babyface. Like the no one hated Babyface. No, loved Babyface. Bro, he wrote like every hit record back. Everybody then. loved even the competitors. No one had any. Who had beef with you? Come on, tell me about Ryder. He don't have that energy, man. He don't give up that energy. Beef is all about energy. We need to know who was the haters back then. Who's the haters? It wasn't haters as it was competition. I think you know. Um, so like, because everybody, you know, from Teddy to. To R. Kelly, to um, um, anybody that was kind of writing a lot of songs, you mm. were kind of like, you were kind of competing with each other. And you didn't know, I mean, I didn't know I was in a competition, but... Yeah, because you were at the top of the game. No, I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't even trying to be at the top of the game. I was just mm. just doing what, I wasn't really paying attention to it. I was just like kind of doing what, what, what I would do, write songs and... Try to get some more I, mean, I paid attention to it. Yo, Mike, I did some research. Yo, he did like hundreds of records, man. Like, it's ridiculous, man. Why are you yeah. doing it? You don't be you don't be thinking about it. You, you the reason why people don't know that because he don't shoot people and stuff, okay? <laughs> You've always been concerned. He's the, like I say, he's the quintessential songwriter. You know what I mean? He's the best. He's the best in that era. He's, to me, he's the best ever because that was my era. I mean, they loved you back then with the rumors and everything. Everybody tried to get into your business. Nah, you he's dating. Nah, man. He's a class I, I, motherfucker. Yeah, he's pretty much. I pretty much. How'd you escape that? Cool. Because I, 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 I just kept quiet. <laughs> yeah. You walk that's in the room, what, don't say that's nothing. That's what um, 90% of the country should do be quiet. <laughs> Just be quiet. <laughs> the young exactly. L.A. Reid, man. Like, I mean, it, what was that like? Yeah, was that the cheat code in the business? The like, cheat code. You and him was like, y'all killed it, man. Legend. It, it was, you know, we we were working. You know, it was like about, it was all about trying to, you know, you had an Ill stand the game. game though. You had that so suit game. We bad. started with the suit game. I, first time, I think I got a picture. Uh, first time I met you, uh, which was at a. Um, Listing party for Pebbles. Wow! And you came in there, and the, the chap is here. And we, you came in there, and we were sc I was scared to go up to you because I didn't. <laughs> you know and I, me, <laughs> 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 I didn't know. I didn't know what you might do. Nah, you might like, like, scared him, right? Oh I yeah, he was, uh, he was always scary just like to walk in. Right? But then, then you talk to him, then he's like the nicest person in the world. And then, you know... Listen, he had the brother smaller than him. He said, shut the fuck up, motherfucker. Give me some, uh, money. Give me some motherfucking money, man. I'm on my way. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on, nigga. Give me some motherfucking money. I'm on my way. <laughs> Can I talk to you for 10 minutes before you go? <laughs> Can I... Listen, can we have a conversation? How do you do, how you do it? <laughs> fuck. Oh my God! I remember I was watching uh, the Sunshine video that Jay Z put out, but you weren't in it. What was the story about at that time? I why, just did why, the hook. 
Yeah, but I mean, I thought you know Jay Z was the man. He would have you, or maybe that was the beginning of Jay Z's. It was a be- it was the beginning of Jay Z. I just was asked to go in and do a hook. I did a hook. And it, but you didn't do the video though. I was like, where no, you going with my man? I, I didn't know that I was supposed to do a video. Really? <laughs> you, have video you did a song with Jay Z? Yeah. What's the name of it? Sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah. That's it, baby. It's one of my hits, man. <laughs> So I'm looking at the video and I see Jay-Z, you know, I see you know, oh, Foxy moving and stuff. And then I'm like, what's Babyface? <laughs> I was like, what Babyface at, yo? It's been my first time seeing a video. I never saw it. This is your first time seeing the video, Babyface? No, yo, Mike, give me this mic. I didn't even know there was I believe him. What? Oh, I remember the song. This is your first time seeing this video for real, man? For real. You, you missed the whole baggy pants. <laughs> the whole shit going on, man. That's Hype Williams. Definitely Hype Williams. <laughs> you know that. How much you think this video was back then? Like a million? <laughs> the budgets were serious back then. Look at Mike. Mike like this. Yeah, look. Mm. Isn't it crazy? Rappers wanted to dress like R&B singers back then. <laughs> look at Jay, yo. Oh, Foxy. Yeah, Foxy's on his record. Oh, they're getting fly on him now. <laughs> it's a lot of colors for a music video, man. Right? The first of his time. Man. Ahead of their time. That's crazy. They used to do three verses back then. They don't even <laughs> no, do that now, right? I was like, you got two minutes, you out. <laughs> All day, right? All yeah, day. Yeah. He's like, three verses of the record, man. It's about three hours right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, MTV? Yo. That's amazing, man. Wow, and still going. That's 24-hour television, man. <laughs> you ever um, interacted with Jay-Z over the years? I mean, you obviously have written for Beyonce, and you've written for him, too. I yeah, like we, we, we never really hung up. We've talked and, you know, say, said hello and stuff. But never is it like a boss thing, or is it just like, I don't know, like, because you're nah. a boss, you know what I'm saying? Kenny don't think two words, that's why. <laughs> not because it's a boss thing. Kenny, <laughs> he's the greatest guy in the world. If, you, if, he, if you're, like, if we're in a room, if he won't talk, you won't know he's He's just very quiet. I can't believe he's talking this much. <laughs> I'm blown away. I'm really blown away. <laughs> Beautiful. Has there ever been like like hip hop artists that you personally work with, like you know, for for years, like or? Um, I mean, I work with. Um, I can't even think of it. You do Ludacris? No, I mean, I did a I did a course for um, Lil Wayne. Oh wow! Uncomfortable. Yes. And um, that you know, Carter Kanye, Three. That was on Kanye. Carter Three, actually. And um, I work with. Uh, with Ty Dolla, mm. which I think he's great. And um, it's probably more, I just can't think of it at the moment. You, you ask me on the spot. How about years of doing all, writing for all those classic individuals, man? Like any funny stories that you could give us? Like one funny story? Madonna, Nobody came to shoot up the Beyonce, studio. Uh, who else? Uh, I mean, there's countless people on here. Ariana Grande, like, um, the new generation is kidnapping you, man. It's, uh, Hey, I don't know. Y'all caught me. I'm on the spot now. I'm supposed to come with funny stories. I ain't got no funny stories. There's not one weird thing that you're like, oh, snap, this is what they do what? now? Like, versus the classic singer versus the new singer? I, I think the biggest difference is what I see today is that um, people, uh, the artists before, they, they wanted to, they were like Michael Jackson. Everybody wanted to be the star. Mm-hmm. You know, they wanted to be as big as Michael Jackson then the biggest artists in the world. And all the, the artists today don't really, they're not striving for that the same way. 
Um, wow. They don't care about it the same way. They kind of like care about their people and their their hookup, and that's all that all that kind of matters to them. Which, in in one sense, that's a good thing. Um, but like you know, like Beyonce, you know, she wants she she wants to rule the world, and uh, so she's got she's got that Michael Jackson mentality. Michael wanted to be the best, no one better than him, mm-hmm. no one above him, and um, and I don't necessarily see that in a lot of the artists today. They're kind of like. They 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 kind of know themselves. They know their audience. So that in one sense, it seems like it's a bad thing, but oh, wow. it's, it's not. Yeah, it's because they, uh, they satisfied. They satisfied and got their they got their own crowd and 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 do well. Don't need the record companies the same way. And oh, so, yeah, right now you don't need a record company. Put so, online your song. Wow. So it's, right. Yeah. It's like um, I mean, one of the artists I'm most proud of like that is is Kehlani, who's like who's killing it and. Mm. And, and she's she's been doing it uh, for a while herself that way, and and she just she just kind of knows herself and knows the audience, and is 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 when you get to know your own self as an artist, and and you can live in that. That's probably the best place that you can be, because you ain't really trying to do it for n- nobody else but just yourself, and uh, and wow. that's a that's a cool place to be, you know, because being an artist, you know, you you always worrying about what people thinking about you, mm-hmm. whether they, they like you, whether whether they don't like you. Yeah, I mean, you, the greatest artists are the most insecure. Yeah. Was was it, that, I mean, baby face, though? You're the baby face insecure, man? If you're a human being, you have to have those feelings of insecurity because this is what he's doing. It's not normal. You know? Then people start comparing you to your idols and saying you're better mm. than your idols. And in your mind, you're never better than your idol. Right. And you say, God, am I really that good? And you are. <laughs> it's just the way it is. I mean, damn, I can't, I can't see him as a guy that had a low stage in his you have, development. Yeah, some huh? doubt, without any doubt, you don't, you don't reach, reach the same enthusiasm. You have to have that doubt. I'm gonna beat him. I'm gonna beat him because I saw him win all the other times. I'm gonna beat him, but it's always that doubt right. that make you rise to the occasion. Yeah, that doubt, that little doubt. You had to go up against yourself in the beginning, or I mean, well, you know, when when you're producing, you're writing songs, you don't know. You don't know what everybody's gonna like, you know. So it's not quite like uh, it ain't just you in a ring, you know. <laughs> it's you against everybody and everybody that's doing the same thing. So you you have no idea whether people are going to like what you do or like like the record that you wrote, even the artists that you give it to. There's songs that sometimes you give an artist that they like. I don't know if this is the one, mm. you know, and. And then they give it to somebody else and they got a hundred million dollars. <laughs> it's all a hundred million. I mean, that's some records like, you know, trying to think of a record that I'm went busy, to somebody else. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's safe to say that you've got, like, I mean, with Illy Reed and a lot of, like, legendary cats that pick people, you you know, like Whitney Houston, like, you got a gift from God. Like, hey, yeah, it, it's, tell us about it, some of those stories. Tell us some Whitney story. Yeah, yeah, it's not like normal. turned the house man. down. Like, you're an anomaly. What was it? An anomaly, right? I'm, I'm a little high, but you're a <laughs> unicorn, man. So. <laughs> so I'm a little high. Yeah, so <laughs> explain this thing, because God gave you this gift, because he ain't even counting what he's doing. And then he did Whitney Houston, too? Like, come on. I mean, most of the time, I, I would find myself in a situation pinching myself, wondering how I got here. How, how am I in this room mm. with this artist? Uh, and, um, you know, most of the time, just all, with everything, a, a lot a lot of points in my life where I've been like, I don't know how I ended up here um, just from writing songs. Um, and I think that 
you know, for Whitney, you know, when we first worked with Whitney, it's like, it was, it was, it was hard to believe that we were even, even with her. Because I remember we were trying to get to Whitney pretty early and we went and met with Clive Davis and Clive Davis said, uh, you can't get to her yet, you know. You can't, uh, she's, not, she's not available. And um, so we had to, uh, he said, but you, you can do Jennifer Holiday and you can do this and that. And we were like, well, we want Whitney. <laughs> and, uh, and he said no. So we said no at the time. We didn't do anything. Wow. And finally, finally, you know, our time came up to where we could get, we could do Whitney. And that first record we did was uh, I'm Your Baby Tonight. Mm. Wow. And uh, see ya. And from that, that went, um, that was, it was a great moment because Whitney was great. She was like, her personality was great. She was fun. Um, I remember playing the record for her there and then going down to my house and playing her. I played her a couple of songs, other songs. Uh, I played her this song called Miracle and also a song called Why Does It Hurt So Bad mm. that I already started playing and, and played it for her at that point. And she said, she turned them both down at that point because she said, um, that's not where I'm at. And I can't sing anything that I don't feel. Oh, wow. You know, if I, don't, I ain't feeling that, then she said, they're pretty songs, but it's not anything that, you know, I want to do. And so I got my first rejection from Whitney. Wow. And, uh, and but, but both of those songs ended up making on her, uh, making a tour much later. Like one of the songs ended up being on the XL project. Mm. It waited around that long. So, um, and sometimes songs take that long to get to somebody. Um, one song I wrote for Tevin Campbell. Oh, um, he uh, was awesome. Tevin was great. Mm. He was awesome in the time. What I don't know why he stopped. Exactly. Why did he stop? He didn't, I don't know. He just stopped, right? Yeah, sometimes it's just, you know, where your life, where your life takes you. Mm. And uh, everybody um, has different journeys and they go through it. And... Um, but as a kid, you know, when he when he first started, he he had that voice, and so and I had got a call from Quincy to, um, to do a record, you know, for him. And the fact that Quincy called me to do something, I was gonna do whatever. <laughs> and uh, I the first song I recorded on him was a song called "I'm Ready" that I actually wrote when I was in um, high school. So, and that that didn't get to him too much later. Quincy so, Jones was like the, the gatekeeper. Oh, yeah, like working with yeah. the Haley brothers, JoJo and Casey. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I worked with them on the uh, the Soul Food uh, movie. So we did the song called I Care About You, created a group called Milestone. And uh, so it was my brother Melvin and Kevin and Casey and JoJo. And so it was the first time that, you know, I had them all in the studio together. And it was like, it was great. They like, they should have been a real group, to be honest, because it, it, it was like... It was just all this feeling coming from different places, and uh, from my from my brothers to them, the Haley brothers and the Edmonds brothers. I didn't even really sing on it because you just you didn't have to. No, nah, because they sung better. Than, all of them sung better than me, so I just had to <laughs> sing. I knew my place. <laughs> knew my place. Where were you at when you saw like hip hop kind of like got in the way of R and B? Where were you at when you figured that out? Like the first we were when I was in the, we were in the group to deal. We actually did a show where Run DMC opened up for us, and what? And we were like, "Who are these guys?" <laughs> and they came on stage with their with their Adidas on, and um, and 
And we were like, and the hat's on. I was like, wow, this is interesting. And the next year. <laughs> see ya, right? <laughs> exactly. They was like, see ya. They was like, the deal who? <laughs> we was nobody but the. And it, and it changed it changed that fast. And um, and hip hop just, you know, it started to start to make a move. And I remember, I mean, there's so many things. Like mentioned Teddy Riley. Like Teddy Riley, when the first time I heard um, Key Sweat, Sweat's I Want Her. I heard that on the radio. It hurt me. It just like it hurt. I said, "Oh my God, what is that?" You know. Never work with Keith. Never work with Keith. But Keith is great. Mm-hmm. Keith is, um, I think he's underappreciated for what he mm-hmm. what he actually has done. Well, he asked a girl that I don't think she'll think that. <laughs> she won't think that. Yeah. A young. 18-year-old girl in the 80s, I don't think she was yeah. middle 80s. No. 85, 86, 87. No, I don't think he she did was a lot of mu- that. He did a lot of music and he's he, and and he's done very well. And I think that um I think he should be celebrated for what what he's done in, in music. I in think R&B. he has in New York. We love him. Yeah. In New York. Well, we I think him. he needs to be celebrated more because I, 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 I agree. I agree. I think he's incredible. Incredible. I give him I give him credit. Well, well, Babyface is the reason why our population went up, like in the nineties. <laughs> this is true. This is true. People were fucking like crazy. Talk, talk about babies. Karen White. Huh? Karen White. What? That was like um, that was like a, our beginning. So you know, that was some at, well, that's some ass kicking album. But Karen was Karen was, was Karen like she came in. Karen used to sing with this guy named Jeff Lorber, and then uh, we ended up doing. Did a few records on him from, from Superwoman. Superwoman, to, huh? Um, which kind of became a little anthem, and uh, and she she killed it. Um, she was great. She was a great artist. She, it was, you know, between Karen, the Boys, Pebbles, uh, those were like the beginnings of, and the Whispers. Those were like the records that like kind of started our career. So with Rocksteady and Girlfriend. And um, the way you love me, and down my heart from the boys. Those were the kind. Down my heart, down my heart. Isn't that crazy? Back then, like hip hop was like fiending to get on R and B tracks. Like just to get like like Jay Z like, would do, give, do it for free back then, basically. Song? Just to get on the R and B wave. But, but how, how many years was R and B killing it? Like thirty, at least listen, thirty years straight. Listen. It depends where you want to take R and B. R and B sometimes they may call it the blues, the you know mm. whatever the Delta like a mutation. Yeah, it comes. It listen. It comes from like the first ever slave woman ever sung I mean, for the masters. You, I mean, do you feel it'll come back like like no, listen, strong the way? Yeah, listen. This is what happened. You don't see what happened. We mm. don't. We don't have um, the R and B singers. We have R and B hip hop now. Yeah. So so yeah, it, it's that they're gonna have a uh, a vocalist that's stunning one day. They have them now. But but I mean, Queen Latifah's a, a vocalist. So what do you what do you mean? Is it gonna come back? I don't, it never I don't went think anywhere. Come back like the way you're a gem. You're a living gem right now. Aren't you happy that it, at least you're intact? Like you're part of the DNA how we were raised. Are you thinking it'll come back all the time? No, he's going, yes, it is. It's going to come back. Way. You see they're coming to him. Huh? You see the no, they kids now that come to is, him. Yeah. He's the DNA of this of R&B, yo. Like. I, what, what I believe is that um, where we used to kind of watch charts before and what was on the what was on the pop chart, what was on the R&B chart, that it made the difference. Well, back in the day, you know, 
the things that we were doing were on, were on the pop charts as well as the R&B charts. So it was all blended. And today, it's a different game because it's streaming. And so the reality is that you can have an artist, artists that are streaming like crazy that aren't necessarily hitting radio the same way. But okay. you have Summer Walker that's streaming like crazy and you have Kehlani that's streaming like crazy. They don't need the radio the same way. Um, they don't need um, to be called whether pop or R&B. They are who they are. Who they are, you don't even even have to label it. Um, so I think the whole idea of is R and B going to come back like it was before? I think everything is different, so it's not like uh, we're, we're ever going to be the same of what it was. You know, pop and R and B. I don't think it's. Um, I think that people keep people keep because of social media and because of the way the internet works at this particular point with streaming and everything. Everybody has a has a shot, and everything can happen. And no one can. There's no there's no gatekeeper the same anymore. That's crazy, you know? man. Remember those days? You used to like run out. You see like a Quincy Jones. You sing in front of him. And he's yeah. like getting his car, and then he's like, <laughs> "Oh my God, come to the studio Monday." Like those days are over now. Like that's like finding really. That's like human connection. We one human finds another human, amazing, and then it creates. It's just organic. No one else in that in that perspective. When the last time you went to a library? Right. Shit. Uh, I don't know. I'm divorced with my wife now, so I don't know, 30 years ago. Uh, really? Listen, um, yeah, I, remember, I remember the days when I would go to a library and, and stay there from 8, 9 to 5. Really? And stayed all the day, yeah. Wow. Well, Tyson got a library card? Well, they knew who I was there. Well, <laughs> well you're, you're different because they no, but some books, to Listen, some books and some play and some... University, those books that they won't let you take the books out. Yeah. If you're not a member of that club or that book or oh, library okay. place, no. Wow. I don't think I ever spent that much time in a library. Uh, <laughs> I'm one of those guys that get a book or something and I'll never come outside. So do you still read that way? Periodically. Yeah, yeah. When you have your little kids, you got to go to their tennis meet, their um, golf matches. You can't do it like you used to. Right. But sometimes we do that. You know what? The, um, the, one of the greatest things they ever made was um, audio books. Oh. Right. So while I'm doing something, I listen to yeah, the audio books yeah. while I'm active. So when you go on, if you on a vacation, you you sitting out by the beach. Do you pull a book out and read a book? No. If I'm um, on vacation, I'm gonna want to hang out. Yeah. You know what I mean, at the, I'm gonna be in the in the pool or at the beach somewhere. Right. Right. Uh, uh, eating stuff in my face, fighting with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of streams, you uh, witnessed billions of streams from your music. How does that feel? Isn't that weird? Like, does that make you feel crazy? Like, billions of times you saw He's baby play? face, man. That's what I'm saying, but they got to have, like, a, I mean, Madonna thought it was crazy. I, I told mean, them Boosie Collins gave you that name, right? Boosie, yeah. Gave wow. Me. Yes, indeed. Come on. It, you I'm, baby face, baby. <laughs> hey baby, you he, got a baby face. He gave baby. it to me. We were uh, how that happened. I was in the I was in the deal. Everybody had a cool name. It was L A, uh, D Stick, mm. Carlos, K O, and Kenny Edmonds. <laughs> right, and just didn't it didn't have no flow. And they they tried for the longest time to try to find me a, another nickname. They tried Romeo at one point. Why did why was that just so perfect, baby face? 
I walked baby. But, but, but yeah. I walked in to the studio one day. He was in the studio, and I walked in there. And as soon as I walk in, he just yells out, "Baby face." You listen, but it was ordained by God. That had to happen. Wow. I, I I didn't like it when he first nah. said. No, nah, I didn't like it at all. I was like, that uh. was the move. I mean, you were so. I mean, you still got baby face now. Well, man. I didn't like. like what, what does he use, Mike? Like, what was it? Some nutrients and oils <laughs> and shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's called caused by mama and my daddy's genes. Wow. But um, no, I didn't. I didn't. I I didn't care for it at all. And the only thing that made me care for it because we were uh, out on tour. And there was a song I would sing every night called "Sweet November." Wow. And I'd sing it, and then D would go give it up to Kenny Edmonds, and then they would give me a little bit of love. But then one night he decided he changed. He said, "Give it up to Babyface." That night, crazy. a whole bunch of girls came back to see who Babyface was. Wow. So I changed my name. <laughs> <laughs> Over the years, man, there's never been like babyface tattoos. Like, you ever see like the wildest stuff from your fans? Like babyface you know, tattoos? No, you see stuff, it, right? no, On their it, backs it, and stuff. You know, my my blessing has been that I've only been so big because I, I I've worked with artists that I watched become huge. You know, when we start working with Bobby, mm. he was a monster. Bobby man. became so huge so fast, and um, and working with artists that just like. You know, when they walk out on the street, people go crazy. To be around Michael Jackson, to be around people that literally like just can't walk around every day, I wouldn't want that. I'm I'm, I'm blessed to not have it that way to mm. that extent because they they can't really live their lives the same way. Same thing with this guy here. Well, um, listen, only famous people do that to him, though. <laughs> that right? That's different. The only famous yeah. people hard knob you and pressure you. Mm. I mean, so you're famous among the famous, though. See, that's another curse. Everybody knows. Everyone wants to get on. That's an interesting. Never thought of it that way. Um, but you know, good point. But um, but for for the, the best part about that is to not be so big that you can't live your life. So to know, to really to have been around all these people that are really big stars, like you know, they can't really go and do things. Like Bruno, he can't really go out and do stuff. You know, so it's like Good him. He can't go nowhere. Yeah, exactly. It's annoying the other day. He's trying yeah, to eat like uh remember you trying to eat that sandwich and the guy kept bothering you. I was like, yo, <laughs> let this nigga eat or something, man. Right. And it gets crazy. It gets crazy, but it's just um yo, it's crazy out here. But that's not gonna stop me. Like if I see him outside eating somewhere and he's cooling out, I wanna eat next to him. He's my friend. I want to I'm not gonna wanna go in the back by myself and eat. <laughs> right. He don't wanna go in the back with me. I'm not gonna go in the back and eat. <laughs> Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. I'm going to eat with my friend. I don't care. Don't fuck with me. I'll take a picture or two. I remember I ain't going to be in the back of the fucking room. It's summertime. I got to go in this cold-ass corner. That's what they try to do to me sometimes. That's true. Yo, man, I remember when I was young, I used to, I used to be jealous because he used to always be around uh, Tony Braxton, you know, and then he used to work. Obviously, you worked with her, but fans really... We were talking about like, her in prison. We said, Derek, what's up with that, man? Yeah, people what's were like, with yo, that, what the hell, man? Man? Derek, man. man. <laughs> Derek, he's hitting that right there. Y'all <laughs> talking about what? <laughs> What I mean, were were the fans of the rumors? They, they were crazy because he worked well, but they. I mean, I guess y'all both look so good together. Nobody wanted to believe that y'all did best with each other. We were crazy. D didn't wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I thought they were. I was like, yo, man, uh, Tony Braxton so, was bad as hell back so, then. So, so it's your fault. It's your fault. <laughs> yo, Tony Braxton was. Oh, let's look at this cool stuff. 
that's that's cool stuff. <laughs> Look at that. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's promo. So that's exactly. Promo. That's that's yeah. exactly oh, what it was. Man. So the the whole point is that you know because like actually look at the that fans. Star, baby, look at this star. The fans forever, they forever. they took stuff too far. Yeah. They took stuff too far because there's actually they had this rumor going around that oh one of Tony's kids is my kid. What? What you doing, man? And I'm like, that's <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And they actually. Take it to the point to where they actually believe it's true, which is so insulting and it's and it's hurtful. Cause I know Carrie, I know uh Carrie's Carrie's a good guy. Mm. And you know, um I won't even go all the names of the kids, but I get like um things on social media where they're saying I'm a deadbeat dad and what? Uh, you come on, and, get out of here. Uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that I'm a deadbeat dad and I should be like um uh, you know, that far? Like, it's, it's that far. It's like they, there's this whole crew of people that think that that's, They don't that know you, true. man. They don't know you, man, please. So it's uh, it, it's kind of annoying to see that, even see that happen because... Wow, uh, Tony Braxton's only son is looking a light like his mom, dad. Hold <laughs> on, surprising celeb, according no way, to the fans. You really did? So wow, look at him, handsome little guy. Yo. There he goes. There goes Carrie. See? There's the proof. That's crazy, man. Let's clear it up right here. That's a son. Babyface clone, it says. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't you hate the media sometimes? Like you, you, you're a very conservative guy, but you still, they still find a way they to bother find, you, man. They can find you anywhere. So and there's no hiding. There's, no, there's nothing you can do about that. There's no hiding. I'm seeing you open your mouth. You're seeing crazy stuff. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like stupid stuff. Um, so you and Mike, y'all deal with it the same exact way, man. Y'all just fucking like. Listen, why you gonna? How you gonna? Um, how you gonna kill something if you're keeping it alive? You oh know? yeah, right. So, if you're explaining, you're losing. So I don't explain. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's how I believe. I gotta explain something to you, then I lost. What I gotta explain <laughs> something to you for? That's what I thought, I, and I, I'm with you there. And I just kept ignoring it, but when it just keeps on popping up, I think I don't know that today it allows you to just kind of ignore it the same way. Because well, I, that's how I do it. If I, if I if I don't make nothing of it, they can't make anything of it. If I yeah. don't say anything, right? That's what you. That's all we can hope for. Man, oh my God, man. So what do you? So what do you think about now? What do you? What is? What are your goals now? Hmm. Um. You know, I I just like. Being able to still keep on doing what I'm doing. Being do you want a Grammy? Do you want a what kind of award? Do you, want, do you want to see one of your artists become very 12. successful? I don't think he needs any more. No, but <laughs> sometimes, more Grammys, do you have an artist sometimes you say, wow, I wish she makes get a Grammy? Um, I, 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 it's, my goal is really just to kind of be able to stay in the music and keep on doing what I'm doing and, and be able to, you know, um, just do this as long as I can. I go out on, on the road and perform. I got a show actually in Dominican Republic on Saturday. And uh and so when I go and perform live, it's that it's always great when that's one of the best places when you when you perform. Do you, you remember you did the House of Blues on Sunset? I remember you standing on the side. Yeah. Seeing you seeing you on the side for sure. I was I was right while well, you were performing, I was right here in the show. You're right there. You were right here, I was right there yeah. in the show. Yeah, yeah right there. Yeah, I know. I said, that's Mike Tyson. Yeah, I, had my, oh, I had the baddest chick in the world with me. Was watching. <laughs> I was on since she was just on my back and we was watching. Man, oh you're the God. baddest motherfucker in the world. <laughs> it's a, 
No, nigga, I'm starting to cry. Yo. Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, he was doing his own songs. Listen, all the songs he read. It's crazy how you wrote for so many people, but you have the cool cheat code where you could even redo those songs at your concerts too. And you actually sing them over, which is gangster. The songs that he wrote. Yeah, he does. Man. How long was your hour? It was like two hours, three hours? No, we can't do that. Listen, you're helping other people now. If you went back to that, man, God, you would kill him, man. Man, he had us crying. We was gone. Wow, man. So. That Whitney tribute you did uh, a while ago is—is is, is that like released or that's that's some exclusive or? Um, no, I, I actually at this point now I'd even do go through Amelia songs with the, all the girl stuff I do in songs too, because it's a lot. But um, but it's fun. That's always the fun part to do in the show because everybody's singing along and mm. that's like as a songwriter that's that's it. It's amazing. I right? saw man Whitney was the best ever. What used to have a show. I saw her in Brazil. She did a Brazil show, and I'm just oh watching God, the tape. Oh, you the Brazil I show? I wasn't there. I'm watching her oh. tape, and she ripped off the crowd. The crowd was going so crazy, her singers got scared. The guy, but they all got scared. They, they, they froze. Like they got, people the people went crazy. They yeah. all got, and she just kept singing. Yeah. The, the whole the background singer, the guy with the thing, they were scared. They thought everybody was going to consume them. Oh, my God, man. I yeah, said, then it's like a god. She was just like a goddess. She told everybody. And like had 150,000 people like this. In Brazil, you know, they have these big soccer stadiums. Mm. She had them like this, screaming her name. Hundred, I think it was like 100,000 people at this shit. Man. It was soccer Whitney's stadium. Whitney's yeah. incredible. She got a soccer stadium. Can you believe that? Just her voice, just her voice, period. She was um, between her and, and Aretha Franklin. Oh, wow. Um, it was just, I don't know that you can get much better. Listen, Whitney, and Whitney have all us crying. She starts singing. I mean, you said it before, uh, how people's life, like, transformed later on in the future. Would you ever think about that with Whitney, or did you know her background? Like, they, you know, there's so many, like... What do you mean? Um, movies on Whitney, or how she was crazy, gangster, whatever, she's from Jersey. I mean, what was your experience, and did you see her ending the way she did? Like, of course crazy. I didn't. Of course yeah. I didn't see that, but... Um, but Whitney was always... She was always very, very real. You know, she wasn't uh, the idea of who Whitney was when she first came out. Um, she was always from the hood, um, and she could always she was a, a just very very honest person in terms of her personality and what she liked, what she didn't like. She was always always that. So um, it's hard to say, you know, where where people where their lives take them, you know, especially when you when you get into the whole drugs thing and. And 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 you go you go too far, you know you cross the line. You cross the line that you couldn't come back. Get back. Look what you said earlier. She killed that country, man. Like you saw those people there. You went that high, and then look no. how you end. Can I tell you something? From my experience, when you're doing drugs, the worst thing that happens too much accolades. I love you. I love you. I love you. Mm. So if anybody love me, how how could that be bad? If all this is good, how could that be oh. bad? That's like, and I, I was in the program, but that's, um, those are the causes of relapse. Not enough love and too much love. How do you fucking hmm. balance that? Yeah. Uh. Can you imagine that? Somebody that great has to come down to, to relate to her friends because she's too fucking high. As a person, not a drug. Mm, yeah. Right, yeah. 
That's crazy, man. I know the it's whole world. It's a monster. Stops. Can't go in with a monster, elegant monster. It's blowing the, it's blowing the wind out of the world. When she passed away, like, where, where were you at? Where were you like? It's my daughter's 16th birthday party. Wow. And they said it over the speaker. We had rented some place out mm -hmm. in a hotel. And they said it over the speaker and everybody mm -hmm. just fuck screamed. What? Wow. Baby face, what was your like? Reaction? I was I had a show. Uh I think I was up in the um up north uh, in Oregon or something like that. And and so when I heard it, I couldn't believe it. And uh, I think I dedicated something that, that night, but I, it was uh, it was rough because I hadn't talked to her in a while, yeah. Um, it, was a little, it was very hard to believe, you know. Same thing with, with Michael, same thing. It was just hard to believe that, you know, that, that they were gone. I hung out with Mike a little bit before he passed away. And... Um, and very depressed. He was very sad that he had people going through those situations and stuff. Right. I feel very sympathetic. You mm. know, I didn't think I would. But I feel very sympathetic. How about when Prince passed away? Was was that a big one too? That's another random situation. Random. <laughs> yes. Listen, he's the one. He, there was opiates. Opiates, right? Yeah. Mm. My God, man. I used to, you know, when I, when I, just the early 90s, no, middle 90s, I, I had a fentanyl patch. I used to put it on my foot and hide it mm. because um, I, I, was, I was hurt. I don't know, I had a broken shoulder and killed the pain. But once I took it off, I started throwing up. It was, um, it was like coming off of heroin. Really? What? Yeah. As soon as I took the patch off and then dependent, it just all started coming out. And I was hooked on that stuff for a minute, and it stopped. How'd you, stop. how'd you get? How'd you escape that? Um, I had a good team. Yeah, had a good team, and then I found out because I wanted to use it in a fight, so I was asking the promoter, "Can I use this patch?" And he said, "Mike, that's a narcotic." But I was through. I was caught up with it. Yeah, and um, it just I just stopped. It wasn't cool no more. They wouldn't let me use it, so I stopped using it. But when I was born, when I didn't feel any pain, I felt great with it. And so I, I really got myself, maybe they'll let me fight in it. Goddamn drug. <laughs> wow. That must have been crazy back then. I mean, you used to watch it's so much stronger this. now, though. Now, like, it would have killed me now if yeah. I took the, the stuff they have now. You used to watch his fights and scream and all that craziness at the crib and all that. Of course. <laughs> well, I don't want to know how baby face scream. Like, like, yeah, like you were going crazy like that, yo. Or, no, in the end. was like, yeah. Hey, listen, in the end, it's not yeah. like a hillbilly talent huh? you may think it is. You think he was smooth watching your fight? I think, yeah, I think he's very smooth. He's like, yeah. I just think that's yeah. who he is. <laughs> what's, your, what's your sign? What's your sign? Aries. Aries? Well, see, Aries the god of war, so, you know, he got, he got some heightened spunk in you, huh? Yeah, I take care yeah. of myself. <laughs> he said he almost ran over Billy D. Williams. Like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> you you mad because he caught competing with you. He's the old baby face, right? He's the first baby face. He's he, he the first. <laughs> uh, you want to run him off, take him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, back to L.A. Reid. Like, can, can you give us the ending result why you guys, like, you know... You go right for the juggler, don't you? You go right for the juggler. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to say? I'm not going to say, because uh, there's one story, but then there's the truth. So, mm. um, 
I made a lot of money together. You were successful together. And, and love is love. We're going to roll with that right yeah, now. Yeah, I like that. I like that. We're going to roll with that. We're going to roll with that. The hobies. I'm going to roll with that. Wow, that's amazing, man. What, so what's next, man? Like, your project is out? Is, is it going to be like another... It's like, com- coming out October 23rd. We're work, working it out. Um, uh, LMA is out right now. Uh, mm. Keeps on falling. And Seamless with uh, Kehlani and... There'll be some more coming. and uh, I thank all these young people that's um, receiving all this n- knowledge and eloquence from you. Should all make a conglomerate and do an album for you. An album for me? Yeah, dedicated mm-hmm. to you. That'll be all right. the, well, young, the young generation dedicating to the, the legend. Um, well, I'm, I've been having a great time in working with them and, um, and learning as well. You know, because can't be a good teacher, you know, a good learner. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh that's been that's been the best part about it, I think, is being able to, you know, be be in the game. It's weird when people come to you and they and they call you the goat and they call you legend and all this stuff and and sir and and you know when you're in when you're in this you don't part of it is you you feel young forever. You don't feel like you, you're getting old. You just feel like you just... Yeah, you stay around youth, you feel youth. Yeah. Stay around some old reprobates, you the old-ass reprobates. <laughs> how, the hell does he, how the hell did he think, like, to write for a female artist, like, female perspectives? Like, like did you know pimps back then? Or do you know, like... Uh, how well, you so are you saying shit? pimps now? <laughs> now you call me a pimp? Nah, so. I, mean, you know, I mean, in a cool way. Hip-hop, hip-hop. hip-hop. Cool pimp. <laughs> <laughs> you ever be a pimp in the <laughs> Yeah, this is how it goes. Nah, but you, but you <laughs> tell, that, so tell that bitch in two yeah. cages, bitch. Only thing about your black ass in two cages, bitch. Money and more money. <laughs> yeah, you got the key to it. That's it. Uh, That's crazy, man. No, look, when I was when I was a kid growing up, I was you know always falling in love and mm. um, and always kind of getting my heart broken stuff, and mm. so I put that into songs, and so. A broken heart is can be it doesn't doesn't matter whether boy or girl whatever it's, it's still yeah. broken heart. So you just write from that perspective, and so what you don't want to feel, if you you imagine what they feel, you don't want to feel that way. Then you can you can certainly talk about it the same way. It really ain't that different. What is your favorite song that you ever? I know this is a tough one too. It is it, it is because I don't really um, I don't really know you. The reality is that I don't really listen. For a good while, when songs would come on that I would do, I'd turn the station and would not listen to it. Cause, really? Yeah, because I, I didn't start listening. Damn, I should have did this too. Some, some of these guys' best songs are not cool. I was like, that's your favorite song? It, yeah. And so I don't, I don't really have a favorite song. I always like to say I haven't written that song yet. <laughs> I like that this is for the cool in you, man. That was always my favorite joint. That's the Yeah, <laughs> God damn. Woo. I was the baddest guy in the house. 
you, you said hip hop uh, R&B earlier. Is Mary J. Blige in that line? Absolutely. Or is, or yeah, more no like, there was nobody oh, like her like that. Was, there was nobody like her. She was the first one. Agree. Anything that came close was like um, Shaka Khan, mm. uh, the one, um, somebody else's guys, all that kind oh, of yeah. stuff. There's no Mary J. No, no Mary, Mary J. Mary J. Is, is, she's a one of a kind. There's just one, and there's never be another one. And I, Do you I feel agree. that her doing Super Bowl that's for uh, that kind of like listen, shut R and B down? The need, like, that's the need. That she should have did that years ago. Yeah. She never got her credit. Never ever got her credit. Crazy. Yeah, man. she's. Uh, I, I thought that was amazing. It was, uh, for all of them to be there, for, for Dre and Snoop and, and and Mary to be there. That was that was a great moment. When we saw you, said, "Wow, she belongs up there." You never yeah. even thought it was hesitating. Just she belongs there. No, she and she. You see, you go see her show. You watch her. Ain't nothing but hits, and she just performs. She, she she's just she's it. I love her. Ninety-two um, was the year. Beautiful sister. Man, so uh, tour life. I, you know, how's it feel? You could tour for the rest of your life, man. Like you could tour forever. Um, it's over. Yeah, as long as I don't, you know, I can keep on moving on stage. I get tired up there now. It's like, what? The body changes, you know. It's like, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> he goes, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, from, I was watching Lionel Richie on, on a show that he's on at the, um, the game show. Yeah. He was talking about get, somebody getting older, and he, and he was saying he's feeling some bad, some bad pains in his leg and the back. And Lionel Richie said, it gets worse. <laughs> he had no inspiration. Come on, brother. It's gonna be okay. Put some cream on it. it and he goes, it gets worse. <laughs> Whoa, I think this is a real nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think God, he has a lot of uh, sympathy. He changes diet, diet wise. Like, yeah, man. Look yeah, no, I look. need to stay on your diet because, like, Absolutely. you know, your diet looks good. Ice cream and cookies. Oh, this is the best. That works for me. This is the best. <laughs> Listen, um, I just started doing this because of. <laughs> I was eating some bullshit. My eye got constipated, so they told me to eat ice cream. And I had some ice cream and cookies last night, and I, oh, man. Oh, I can't believe how I'm back to shitting well. Uh, see, y'all think that's funny. It's not funny if you're constipated. I bet you're constipated. You don't want nobody laughing at your ass. Have you been eating those? I haven't seen yeah, them but, reach you know, over I there. already finished them. This is the remake, so I had to get some ice cream, too. That's the thing that going to help me shit again. I have problems shitting. Do you want to give Baby Beats his present? Hey, listen, we're not finished yet. You're not oh, ready to go. What the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm trying to have a show here. I can't even have a fucking yeah, show. Exactly. This is the shit I'm talking about. This is what... Yo, uh, a lot of kids love Ariana Grande, man. Like, can you give me like a, a, a cool gem on her? She's like one of the pop legends out there. Ariana, she's so she, young. She's, a she, pop she, she's young, but she's she's great. She's she's really good. Um, one of those one of those that just have one of those voices that you know you sit there and look at her like how how is this voice coming out of you? Mm. You know, um, and I'm I'm a voice guy. Uh, if you if you can move me. In emotionally than that, then, then I, I I love to work with an artist like that, especially any artist that has pain in their voices. Mm. That's that's what was great about Tony. That's what's great about um, um, Mary J. You know, they just like, um, and then Ariana Grande. You know, she's like, you know, she came. She's one of the of the newer, and not completely new, but she's one of the more later artists that actually has a great voice that always feels good. And, uh, it doesn't feel fake. 
it feels honest. You know, you hung out with your boy Bieber too, man. What about that's Bieber? His, that's his boy. I like Bieber. I like Bieber. I Beepster. He's got a Beepster. He's got a great he's tone. He's grown up a lot though. He's grown up a lot, yeah. but he's got a, but he's got a great tone and, and he fixes music very well. And he does, you know, I think he's I think he's a, a a great artist. It's it's fun to watch a kid that some people, you know, tried to hate on him, tried to make it so that he wasn't that, but I I'm proud of who he who he's become as an artist and how he's handled it handled it all himself. You know, some artists you got to look at and just be proud of them. Just like with Usher, you know, and, and how Usher has handled his career. And, mm. and done He's a badass, too. No he has question. a residency down. He's Vegas. a badass. He's like roller skating and stuff. It's thinking. I'm like, yo. He likes to roller skate. <laughs> <laughs> I can't roller skate myself. <laughs> you ever looked over Chris Brown? Like, you know, that's, he's I'm, like of the generation. Now. Chris, like, Brown, Chris Brown is a, is a bad, bad boy. I haven't had, I haven't uh, been able to work with him. Yeah. I haven't actually worked, gone in the studio with him. But he's got a voice and he's got a talent uh, that's just crazy. Dancing his ass off. Yeah. Dancing, yeah. Yo, he no knows question. everybody. Yo, come he on, Mike. Him, is there somebody you don't know, man? Mike's actually the one that actually produced all the music. Oh, <laughs> He's with the blueberry. Thanks, brother. Doing, let's, go ahead, let's tell the real truth what's happening here. <laughs> Time to tell it all. Listen, <laughs> if you don't have a job or nothing to do, it's great hanging out with the music crew. Exactly. Going on tour with them, doing anything. But if you got a job, you got to take care of them, babe. You can't do that shit no more. Oh, my God, man. Uh, Is her one of the respected singers out there? She's also talented in the... Uh, Who's that? Uh, Gabby. She's like, she does everything. She, she does yeah, yeah. instrumentals. Her. Her. H-E-R. Oh, yeah. 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 She's pretty good looking too. <laughs> what? What? She's really hot looking. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, shit. That's a plus, right? That's a, another. You got the '80s hair to the big hair, to the big hair, right? <laughs> yeah, natural <Beautiful>. talent. <laughs> oh, from Jersey. I think you was a Jersey girl. I mean, I don't you don't know. see. She she reminds me of like Alicia Keys when she when Alicia Keys came out and she was instrumental singing everything uh -huh. that full package. She's like yeah. the new generation of the full package. No, she's 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 bad and she's like she was able to. Why is her name her? Uh, we gotta get her here and ask her. We do need to get her. Her. You think you should maybe call her? <laughs> hey, anybody, you think her like You think her like to come down and hang out with us? Her, her, her. Come in, you coming her? Everything revealed. <laughs> her stands for having everything revealed. Wow. Ah, well, we got that out the way. I didn't know that. Wow. Let's not talk about that. Oh, my God. The the current status of how the industry is now, like you know, uh, are you mad that kids could make like new kids could make crazy more money faster? Like, why, why would like, I be mad at that? Then I, I mean, just, there's a lot of old heads that's pissed off about this. No, shit, why would man. I, no, contracts was fucked up? Man. No, you can't be mad about yeah. that. You got to be glad about that for them. I mean, you're glad yeah. for them, but I mean, not it's you. Bad that obviously, that not one, you. But I know some old heads that was legends that they yeah, tired I, about that shit. Once, I mean, look, yeah, things things have changed, but the reality is, you. you you should always want the the next generation to have it better than you, mm. you know, and uh, because you just a hater if you don't. <laughs> you, remember you talk about that earlier. We ain't got no haters. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> you ain't have no haters. You wouldn't be on here. Somebody gotta hate you. Right? <laughs>
<laughs> as soon as God acknowledges, so does the devil. Wow. Oh. Double whammy, baby. Nice. Oh my God, man. You you're a pretty knowledgeable guy, Mike. You, you know a lot of you know a lot of stuff. I've been a lot of places. Man. Done a lot of things. Yeah. Any legends you've ever dealt with? Like, you know, like he's dealt with Stevie Nelson Wonder. Mandela and Stevie Wonder. Yeah. I mean, he already shouted one out, but political, like, you know, you never linked up with those guys. They I met you. I met Mandela, but I didn't know him. Uh Stevie, I know Stevie. Stevie's, you know. Stevie, Stevie. The best app, that's the master. Master. That's I don't even go call him the base, the master. Isn't it crazy how you like I, when I when I DJed his birthday party with uh, um, Jamie Foxx, right? I was literally like, like in another room, and I'm asking my friend, "Yo, you want to take photos with? I want to get photos with Stevie." He's over there in the corner. Yo, want to take a photo with me? I was like, right. <laughs> I couldn't believe you could hear that part. No, Stevie, Stevie's great because he, like, to be as talented as he is, and to be the. To, the spirit that he has is it's amazing mm. of of how he's been able to hold on to that spirit uh with all that he's gone through in his life and and you know like i say he was one of the first people that i i wanted to be you know listening to his music early on i was so stevie wondered out i used to try to talk like him oh, wow. when i was in school and people would ask me questions and i i would be moving <laughs> my head so i was so stevie'd out um because he was like, because you know he'd get he'd win those Grammys and stuff, and his speech that he would give, he, mm. you know, he wouldn't just you just wait for this amazing amazing words that would come and he, the world love and world peace and he can't be that good, he can't be that that can't be that much love in a person, but it's but it is it's true, and it's who he's always been, and it's um, he will he's in my opinion, like one of the greatest artists of all time, period. You wow. know, his catalog is it's ridiculous. You hear that, Mike? Wow. I agree. My Lord. You never got paid by the Arab dudes like a million dollars to the show, like at their house saying happy birthday? No, like these are the guys they started it, man. No, I ain't Stevie. That's what <laughs> <laughs> that's... But they, they start like like classic R and B cats, they like like Saudi and Dubai, they book y'all. Yeah, they book yeah. you. Yeah, but I'm I'm I'll be on the lower realm. I'm more of a producer, so they. Oh, okay. You know that's gonna be more like fifty grand. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot, yo. yo no, nah, like, I'm just we gotta go tour with this guy, man. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> Listen, they make so many people happy. Make so many people happy. What was that country you sung at? You were like, I can't believe I'm here. Like, like a while. I did it. I I played in Russia. Mm -hmm. once. And couldn't believe I was there in Russia. Um, wow. And that, that they knew the music, you know. And in Asia, where they know the music and they can't, they don't speak English. That's but weird, they, right? They they everywhere. That, yo. So it's, 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 you know, music's powerful. Music is, can go everywhere. Universal language, and, huh? And, and touch, touch so many people. And that's like, you know, there's music and um, music and sports. It, it really is that. How many people that you, you can touch just by, by the blessing that you've been given by, from God, you know, to do what you do. So, who's um, been your uh, your sound guy that handles all that that, that could key you perfectly? You want to shout like that in the guy? studio, I've been working with um, in the beginning uh, for years now. I've been working with Paul Paul Bouton. He's been my engineer for twenty five years or so. 
So he's you. Right? He knows every little. He knows. Thing. He knows what I knows what I like. I fight, we fight all the time in terms of sounds, but, <laughs> uh, but other than that, uh, he's he's been my dude for for a very long time. So what about Death? Who have you ever worked with? Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Those guys. I didn't. Uh, well, I did a I did a record with them uh, with. Uh, Lucky Day, uh, we did a remake of uh, Can't Hide Love with Lucky Day and Philip. So that's the closest. But I didn't really get to know Maurice White, who I thought was, you know, a genius. I met him one time. You met him? Wow. I met, actually, Maurice White uh, when I was a kid. I lied and said I was a um, news reporter <laughs> and, and got in and, and met with him. That's how I met Michael Jackson the first time. Really? Yeah, I lied. Oh, Crashing party. <laughs> that's good case, dude. No, it worked. I was in eighth grade and met them. Because I said never I was... Never forgot it, huh? Hmm? You never forgot it once you met them. Oh, no. Nah. It's like, he he forgot me, but... <laughs> um, but he met met a lot of people back then. But that was crazy, I mean, to... Because the very first concert I went to was the Jackson 5 concert. Wow. So And uh, that changed my life, you know, watching them on that stage. I said, this is what I want to do. I want, I want to have something to do with this. And because um, I couldn't believe that these kids were on stage performing and sounding that good and playing that good. Listen, um, I'm telling you my Michael Jackson story. Uh-oh. This is the best one ever. Put the mic next to your butt, Mike. Yeah. This is the best one ever. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm coming in to see the show. I didn't even know the performing, but so we heard and we walked in from the airport. We drove in. We got in the building. We come into the show. I'm with Don King. Don King, he goes like this to Don King. And Don, so I go like this back. So once I do, he sees me, he puts his hand down. I said, no, that's just, it couldn't be he just did that to me. So I went in the back. And so was old. He said hi, talking to Don. And some of the art, his, um, his drummer, I think it might have been Grishy he gave me the sticks. The girls singing, everybody's taking pictures with me. Hulk. What? And Michael was sitting right over there with an open door waiting for something to pick him up. So he's over there. And so everybody's talking, taking pictures, and he's just over there by himself. I said, let me just go over there and say hi to Michael. <laughs> I just want knocked I just knocked out Michael Spinks, the biggest fight in the world, biggest, everybody's talking about it, right? <laughs> I go over to Michael Jackson and I said, excuse me, Michael. He said, where do I know you from? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you look familiar, where I know you from? Mr. Jackson, sir. Pleasure to meet you. I and I said, oh, shit. That is so fucking fly. <laughs> I thought that was fly. I couldn't wait to do that to oh, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, where, do I, where do I know no, you he from? He didn't shake my hand. <laughs> he didn't, look, 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 you he didn't shake your hand? What? He went like this. Where I know you from? Mike? He said, he was like, you look familiar. Where I know you from? <laughs> Michael Jackson? Nice. Oh, that was beautiful. I thought, oh, that was a good one. That wow, was, he really that was your first that. time meeting him. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. First time man. meeting this guy. You going in the that, studio? Like, uh, do do you do your bars first? Do you do you write? Do you is it written? Some people keeps it in their it, head. It it, it varies. Um, Hook first. You write on the no. Nah, it just it, it varies. There's no. You just know no, what to do. Right? No one, wow. one no one way. You just get it done. So, what would you do? You ever do any producing? I mean, usually it's like the environment or what's going on, or if you're mad, pissed off, or uh, or you, you're lit, like you're crazy. But in my world, everybody does like weed and they can't finish <laughs> the shit before weed. Which is crazy, man. The fact that he didn't need that, 
That's crazy, man. I mean, a lot how do you of, feel about it now that you produce as you partake in weed or no? <laughs> I, 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 I don't smoke weed. I still don't. Because uh, remember, the, the one time I did, I stayed up all night. So, uh, and I was like, so I don't know. And they, everybody tells me, you just got the wrong kind. Um, but <laughs> you drink wine and shit? Like, I drink wine. I drink wine. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, I it does wine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, red wine can yeah, get you yeah. get you in there, vibe. But I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know who I would be if I was like getting high and writing. Probably stuff. sleep all day. More if you do sativa, you write all day. I don't know. It's 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 an interesting thought. I'll just you tell probably you. Probably have blonde hair. Hey, don't worry, man. Blonde try hair. blonde. Don't be that way. <laughs> <laughs> Baby face, man. This was a this was legendary, man. The face, him. baby. You got him to talk, man. What do you mean he can't baby. talk, man? You got him I to didn't talk. say he can't talk. I said he wouldn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> was, he can talk. I've talked to him many times. He just won't talk. <laughs> the 12 Grammy guy, man. 79 nominations, man. Like, that's insane. Hey, man. listen. Only Yo, thing, only thing he said was thank you, okay? <laughs> thank you. God help me. All that is, all, then he's gone, okay? All the favor, man. Oh my God, man! What's left to achieve, man? You wait to do a record with God. Like, what's 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 left to do, man? You what's left? What's left to do is to keep doing it, and it like that. Baby, don't baby. stop! Don't stop! Yeah. Yes. On behalf of Hot Boxing, yes, we would like to for you to receive a Hot Boxing blazer, t-shirt, pullover. Right, thank you, sir. If you need to get that, uh, any more stuff, go to uh, hotboxing.store, uh, babyface. You want like merch or something, <laughs> not, you know? Not I, the weed, but understood. you want some merch, you know? Y'all sell weed too? Show them the weed that you have. I got like my, I got this shit. You guys don't like. This is oh, new, wow. This is like, this is. I don't know, babyface. Is anybody that follow you partake? <laughs> I'm sure I, I do have some people that uh, partake. But what is, so this is. This is, this is new. This is new, right? Super this pipe, yeah. Earlier. That's what we're like doing right now. I apologize, but yeah, this is new. This is like the killer shit. right there. Understood. Faith. Yes. These millions and millions and tens of millions of people here, right? Yes. Please let them know how to get in contact. You let them know what you're doing. Let them into your life. That's why they're here. Listen, you got them now. You can't get rid of them. They're here. I mean, you have. I guess it's the Instagram. You know, babyface. And- Babyface will talk to them. They're looking at you, dude. Talk, They're looking at... Everybody's looking at you. People usually say this for me, but uh, I can't do this. Uh, just Babyface on Instagram and Facebook. You know the normal thing? Just look up Babyface. You can find me. I'm out there somewhere. So. Okay, and that's the end of this episode <laughs> of Hot Boxing. I'm Mike Tyson. Hot Boxing. I'm who good. I'm and have a good night, guys. <laughs>